Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for a new day. We thank you we are here. We thank you, Lord, that your love has not changed for us, that you continue to love us with an everlasting love, an unending love. You renew your mercy for us every day. You load us with benefits, and you reveal more and more of yourself as we persevere in studying your word. And let that be the intent of us studying our word, to know you more as a person, so that in knowing you more, we can love you more. And out of that love, we serve you as our father, as our king, as our master, as our friend, as our teacher, as our guide, as a brother. And we thank you, Father, that you continue to pour your peace, your joy in every spiritual gift that you have for us. Into our hearts every single day, you renew it. <clears throat> You renew the desire for it, a hunger for it. So that as we step further in that, Lord, you make that gift manifest itself, that we might be able to use it for the works of the kingdom. And so, Father, as we make our prayer today, we want to share that same peace and that joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those that are beneficiaries of any prayer request that has been made on this prayer group. We share it also with those that have no one to pray for them. With every Christian that has not yet known you personally, who you are not yet real to them. And with all those that do not want to know you, that willfully choose to turn away from you. That their hearts be quickened, and their eyes and their steps be turned towards you. So, Father, as we pray, we call on your name. We pray in the name of our Father, who is the lifter of men, who is ever faithful, the one who is the Lord of lords, the one who is the preserver of men. The holy God of Israel, who does wondrous things, the God of overflow, the God of miracles, the God of David who is ever so merciful and gracious towards us, slow to anger and of great kindness. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who makes that real to us, who makes the father real to us, the word himself, who reveals what the father is, who said, I do only what I see the father do. I can do nothing on my own. It is he who leads us in the day of battle. It is he who shows us the way. And today we study more on his nature. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of light, the spirit of truth, the breath of the father, the breath of life that is given to us. That we might be quickened and made alive in the spirit. That we might be raised from being dead in the spirit to being alive. And not just alive, but being made active. By being given the alive and active word the one who partners with us. He has made his tabernacle not only in our midst, but in our lives, in our own bodies. That we might be quickened and charged to hear from the Father and the Spirit to receive revelation 
and to walk in the light that he gives us. <clears throat> we thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. You have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. And you have blessed us with angels and destiny help us. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift and every provision that we need in order to achieve a life of abundance. Light up and show us that way, Lord. Create in us a desire to walk in that light and remain in it at all times. To commune and fellowship with you and stay with you. Not be lured away and turned back to all that is not of you. Before we begin our reflection and our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak <clears throat> and every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every family that is part of this prayer group by your precious blood, Jesus. And I herald the power in the word that we speak, remembering your words that you have given us in Isaiah 55, Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is our word that leaves and goes out from our mouths. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire, and achieve the purpose for which we send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> in Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus finished his 40 days of fasting in the wilderness, Satan came to test and tempt him. And Jesus replied, and fought back by saying, it is written, So the word is our weapon. He was referring to scripture, to the word of God. Today, I'd like to reflect on the different uses, the different ways in which the word can help us. We also had a powerful teaching that my brother Vivek on what God's word will do for you. I encourage all those that have not listened to that teaching to go to our YouTube channel and listen to it. That's a detailed teaching. This will just be a few key things that I'll pick up here. And we reflect on that as the image of Jesus. And in each of those ways, that word is designed to bring out the best in us. So let's dive into it. There are about five or six points that I have made. The first one is, and they're all scriptural. So the first one is James 1 verses 22 to 25. It is written, but prove yourselves doers of the word. Actively and continually obeying God's precepts. Now this is the extended amplified version. And each, verse will, each of these will be from the amplified version. So prove yourselves doers of the word actively and continually obeying God's precepts. And not merely listeners who hear the word, but fail to internalize its meaning. Deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it, he is like a man who looks very carefully at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looked like. 
but he who looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and faithfully abides by it, not having become a careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys. He will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience. So the word is a mirror to the soul. It reflects the condition of the soul. And I'd like to draw our attention to verse 23, where it says, he is like a man who looks very carefully at his natural face in the mirror. And then verse 24, it goes on to say, once he looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looked like. So you are supposed to look like what the word says you are. And you're actually forgetting that, going away and doing the opposite. The image and likeness of God in which he created us. That is what that word reflects and that is what this mirror is for. To show us what that image and likeness must be. And then he speaks of obedience. The second one, Psalm 119 verse 105. It says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So this is a tool for guidance when everything around is dark. When we can't see clearly, when we don't know the direction ahead, <clears throat> when we don't know what we need to be doing. And this is especially true in all of our problems, in all of our challenges where we feel overwhelmed and we're thinking, Lord, what is the way ahead? What must I do? He says that word is the lamp to your feet and it illuminates the path ahead. Especially when you're tempted to do something wrong, when it says, now when it says it's a lamp to your feet and you're considering the situation of darkness all around. Darkness can resemble or reflect evil, all evil around. Number three, Ephesians 5, verse 25 and 26. So it starts with, Husbands, love your wives, seek the highest good for her, and surround her with a caring, unselfish love. Just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify the church, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word of God. So Jesus cleanses us, the church, by the washing of water through baptism and the word. The word which washes us clean and shows us what we really should be. It's like a cleansing agent, like a detergent that washes off all the dirt from our lives. Number four, 1 Peter 2 verse 2 says, Like newborn babies, you should long for the pure milk of the word, so that by it you may be nurtured and grow in respect to salvation, which is the ultimate fulfillment. And then in Matthew 4 verse 4, the famous words of Jesus, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And I might extend it and say, and is recorded here in this book by the Holy Spirit who is the author. 
So the word is food for our spiritual growth. Without it, we cannot grow. It is not enough to say, I believe and I have faith. If we are to grow, we need the word. Number five, Hebrews 4 verse 12, which says the word of God is living or alive and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing and effective. Three very good descriptors for the word. It is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person and of both joints and marrow representing the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. The double-edged sword that helps discern, judge our thoughts and clearly demarcate and separate the thoughts of the soul or the flesh from the thoughts of the spirit. Remember, the spirit and the soul oppose each other in their ways. So the word of God helps us differentiate whether whatever thought is going on in our mind right now, in our heart, is from the spirit and aligns with what God wants, or it is from the flesh pulling us to do a fleshly thing. When you do not know what is written in the word, then it all seems gray and it looks like the same. Nothing looks wrong there. So the word is important for us to differentiate and protect ourselves from falling into sin. And number six, John 4 verse 23 says, true worshippers are those that worship based on the truth. That is based on the word of God. So the word inspires true worship. By revealing to us who God is so that we can know him better. Now we have seen this topic in depth a couple of days ago. Lastly, bear in mind that Jesus is the word and the word is the written express will of the father. So all these things are what the father desires for us to benefit from. He wants us to see ourselves in this mirror, judge our thoughts by the sword and discern, wash ourselves clean, start over again and seek direction and guidance. And then on that journey, be fed by this spiritual manner, growing in our knowledge of the Lord and building our relationship with him as we go. That's how he wants us. And that's how we can put the word to use and take the help of Jesus, the word, supported by his spirit, to transform our lives into the image and the likeness that we should be seeing in that mirror, the image and likeness demonstrated by Jesus, the image in his life and the image and likeness in which God the Father made us his own image and likeness. Father, we ask for that edification in our spirit today. That when we read the word, we look at ourselves and we do not conform to what the flesh wants, 
but we renew our minds and are transformed by the working of your spirit in us who makes that word real to us who reveals to us its meaning who gives us understanding and through that wisdom we are able to make wise choices in our life we ask for that edification in our spirit this day lord and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends <clears throat> we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease those that are hospitalized this day for all families that are undergoing any kind of division or separation even if it means living under the same roof but having that tension and friction because of small misunderstandings we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives and each of us have something or the other that that is trying to weigh us down and hold us back to keep us busy to keep us prayerless to keep us poor or trying to keep us ignorant we come against all of these that act in some form or the other in the name of jesus and by his precious blood we declare victory over them we declare every such chain of bondage broken and by the anointing of the holy spirit father let these lives be activated be made alive and active in the spirit we pray also for our own personal needs those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved that have not received their salvation that they might call on your name lord we ask for them to be quickened knowing that they shall not end up in shame but be delivered this is what your word in joel 2 says we call the angel of the lord to encamp about each of us and everyone that we have raised up in this prayer to protect and keep us safe from harm sin danger accident injury pilfering theft hijacking terrorism and any kind of natural disaster we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for our lives lord let that holy and perfect will be activated now let that direction be given to us now and i command angelic protection in the mighty name of jesus Father thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us and when we release our prayer and our faith making it a prayer of agreement we know there you are in our midst and your holy spirit prays with us on our behalf that prayer is made under an open heaven and it reaches you and you release your revelation to us from your wisdom that will open new doors that will provide answers that will give direction that will illuminate our life our path and our being filling it with an understanding of the purpose that you intended for it the plan that you have for it let your kingdom come in our lives lord let your will be done on this earth on this body made of earth just the way it is perfectly done in heaven i encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith ask the holy spirit to take over 
that does now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ya 
The scripture I've got today is from Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I have been drawn to the words of 
John chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. The scripture is given to me, in, and I'll read it from the King James Version, where it is written, And of his fullness have we all received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And the truth that he seems to be pointing is towards the verse that Shanin just read, Galatians 2, verse 20. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is Hebrews 4, verse 12, quoted from the NIV, which says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have another scripture shared in the chat, which is from John 1 verse 1, where it is written, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Another scripture shared in the chat. Oh, this is not a scripture. It is... It says, take care, you remain tranquil. Oh, it, is, it is from scripture. So it is from Isaiah 7 verse 8, where it is written, take care, you remain tranquil and do not fear. Let not your courage fail before these two stumps of smoldering brands, the blazing anger of resin. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are benefiting from these morning reflections and the reflections uh, posted by Brother Savio on our Telegram group and on our Facebook page, please share that with the person that you know needs to hear this message today so that there is transformation in at least one more life this day. Share it with them. Share it also with your family and friends on your social media pages so that others can also benefit. Knowingly or unknowingly, we might be blessing a few more. And you can also bless them by inviting them to our Friday Bible study session. The topic for this Friday is the continuation or second part of last week's topic, that is the Holy Spirit, self-effacing servant, consuming fire, where we will continue to learn that the Holy Spirit is a humble, self-effacing servant, and he does not attract attention to himself. We will also learn that he is a consuming fire. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. Please share the, on our Telegram page. Please share that message with your friends and family and invite them to join. 
And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Jesus.